Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Like, I understand you don't want to bang him, but I also understand the alternative is you're going to jail for murder. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where there's only ever one rule win. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Amy Archer. I'm your host. I am here with the amazing Amanda Lipnack Radel. Yes. Not Amanda Lipnacky, who was your imposter. Who was my imposter last week. Um, She is not here. The real one is here. And good morning, Amy. Good day. Good morning. And hello to everyone when they're listening to this. It's morning for us. We can reveal how the sausage is made. It's like the crack of dawn. Yeah. Kind of. Well, it's not really. It's 9.30. 9.30. For some people, this is the crack of dawn. Yes. Everyone yes. else in my house is still asleep. So Yes. Yes. I, I am an early riser, but that is only since I have children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so when you get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock for 16 years, it's hard to break that habit. <laughs> what your body does. I am yeah. I am neither a morning person nor a night owl. I'm sort of, I'm sort of best around 10 a.m. Um, okay. But- Given my druthers, I'd prefer to be a morning person than a night person. I I, I don't love it, but I can get up at like six and do stuff. And actually, I like some days when I wake up, particularly when my stepson's here and everyone's still asleep and I like yeah. putter and it's real quiet and it's, yes. it's this nice little I used to love that. before like the once, storm. Once my girls slept to like, oh, I don't know, the, the late hour of eight, 
Right. Um, I would get up at like seven and just have that hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so nice. I agree with you. When yeah. Everybody's still sleeping. And now we have an almost 15 year old and he sleeps. Sometimes mm-hmm. he's up really early and then sometimes he sleeps till 11. It's but you, whatever. You know what I woke up and did this morning? What did you Watched do? the latest episode of Succession. <laughs> I have not watched that at all. And oh. I know I need to. It's so good. Like I have said, I understand maybe 60% of what's happening. Okay. Because it's very business speaky. Mm. And you live in that world. I don't live in that world, but it's very, like the interpersonal relationships are so fascinating between the okay. siblings. Okay. It's really, yeah, really I, good. I have to watch that. I th- I'm sort of tempted at this point to just wait till it's finished so we can yes. just binge the whole thing when it's done. I like yes. came into Mad Men and Breaking Bad at like season two or three. And then yeah. you binge it all. So you get really excited. And then you have to wait a year for mm-hmm. whatever's next. And I don't know if I have the patience. Well, Succession is almost done. There's only two episodes left or three. Is this the end of the series? Yeah. Then the whole oh, series cool. is done. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Then I so can you're coming in at exactly the right time. I Perfect. did that with The Last Kingdom. I don't know if you ever watched The Last Kingdom. No. Didn't even know it existed. Okay. And I, I came in the last season. So we had like seven seasons to binge. It was so great. Someone just texted me. He's like, I'm getting lost. A friend of mine, I'm getting lost in the last kingdom. And I'm like, what is that? I'd never even heard of it. Oh, I never even heard of it either. It's okay. so great. It's so okay. great. I'll look that up. You have to watch it. Once yeah, we're finished, it. once we're finished the quality that is love after lockup, we can move on to other well, things. <laughs> some things take priority. They do. Like you ovulating? You ovulate. I need to know what's happening with Stan and Lisa. That man creeps me out. Oh my god! Oh, you're on that season. Yes, I'm on their second season, and oh man. Okay, Okay. but yeah, enough of that. Okay. I hope you're listening to Reality Gaze accompanying podcast. Oh yes, yes, I am. I actually am. I'm almost caught up to where I am. All through Amsterdam, I listened to Love After Lockup as I was walking around. And actually, okay. I don't know if you saw me post this. I was at the Anne Frank Museum, and all of a sudden, Jake's voice comes out of my pocket. Oh, I no. guess I had hit oh, no. something. Thank God it was nothing offensive, but I was like, <laughs> I, I I posted it, and Jake was like, "This this is everything I've ever hoped for." Yeah, I'm like that this is... might be the best reality gate. It wasn't offensive, but the location was just amazing. <laughs> the location just raised the stakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All right. So are you ready? I am. Let's do this. We we have a lot on our plate today. We're going to do episode five. We're going to cut. We're going to do episode six, which was a lot. And we'll we'll talk all about that. And yep. Um, I will say for both of these episodes, if you have not watched them yet, watch them before we talk about them. Like, yes. I think that's important, particularly for episode six. You have to watch it before we talk about it. Yeah, and I would recommend only watching episode six once. Correct. Correct. I will never be watching that hour of television again. Yeah, Amanda's like, don't ever ask me to do this again. I'm not doing it. I'm not not ever watching this hour again. It's a lot. But five, let's start there. Okay, so just quick announcement. We do have a website now, littlemissrecap.com. Go there. You can find all of our um, episodes. You can leave reviews. You can even, like, weirdly send us a message there's a little micro microphone in the corner and you could like leave a voicemail. Oh. So if you want to leave a voicemail about yellow jackets or anything else, and you know, if it's cool, maybe we'll play it. Hey, that would be fun. That I, would be fun. I have so never left fun. a voicemail on a website before. That's awesome. Me either. Me either. <laughs> I, I feel that like was a thing. 
I feel like it's a odd combination of 90s technology, but, you know, kind of in the aughts. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Okay. Yes. All right. So today we're talking about Yellow Jacket Season 2, Episode 5, Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, my God. I forgot to do them. Okay. Well, you're going to have to <laughs> you're going to have to quickly think of them. The one thing Amanda oh, told me to do. Your one assignment, like Amy. My one job. <laughs> well, I have mine ready, so we can okay. at least play with mine. Okay. Okay. All right, so we're going to do, as you guys know, if you've been listening, we break it down into two parts, the wilderness and what's happening in New Jersey, the Mm -hmm. wilderness and New Jersey. So we're going to start with the wilderness on this one. Ty and Shauna talk about the baby kicking Shauna's bladder, and Van calls Ty out to the ceremony. So Lottie has started having these ceremonial church almost, right? Yeah, we've got morning meditation. Yeah. Yes. So... Um, Shauna's like, seriously, you too, Ty? And Ty says, look, I've stopped sleepwalking since I've been going to this. And it makes Van happy. And happy wife, happy life. And I just kept thinking, Van life. Van life. (laughs) That just made me laugh. I love how they're just, they're just like a little married couple living in the woods. They're very cute. They are very very cute. cute. I love them together. Outside in Lottie's woo-woo circle, she's guiding them through meditation and Akila even comes out and joins now. And it's almost like she's taking her cues from Ty. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if Ty thinks this is okay, I'm going to think this is okay. Yeah. So Lottie tells the group the connection they have is important and they need to nurture it, especially now. Because a new life is coming and we can't wait to meet him. Mm-hmm. And then they all start chanting, we can't wait to meet him. We can't wait to meet him. I'm like, um, this is get okay. now. We're we're in full on cult, and were I Shauna, particularly a non-believer in said cult, I'd be really freaked out. I'd yeah. be like, why Shauna- y'all? Why y'all chanting about my baby? <laughs> Shauna's watching from a tree, like, uh, guys, <laughs> right. what's going on here? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? My baby, not your baby. So later, the team is trying to figure out where Javi was and if he found another shelter. Van's like, Trav, can you help us out here? Like, this is your bro. Right. The one that, like, you were looking for in the woods for 16 years. And Can you now you come seem on to over be ignoring. and have a chat? Right. Mm-hmm. So Travis says no. He'll talk when he's ready. Like, whatever. Bugger off, girls. Mm-hmm. So Akila is whispering to Nugget, the mouse, that she wishes she could get. Oh, let me just pause right here. We have a nest of baby bunnies in our yard. <gasps> they are the most adorable thing. I'll try to get a picture. Oh, please. I love that. Yeah, I'll put it on Instagram. Yeah. It's so cute. They're so cute. They're just piled in there like ass to face. <laughs> and my, we were looking at them and my daughter goes, oh, the one on top is like living his best life. Because <laughs> all the other ones are jammed in there. The other one's like, very the top one's like stretching. Like, I have yep, all the exactly. <laughs> they are literally probably about two inches big. Oh, so They are sweet. so cute. And there's like eight of them in this little hole. I love it. Okay, so she wishes she could get Nugget more food. Mari sneaks up and is like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? And Akila covers and is like, oh, I'm talking to myself, blah, blah, blah. Misty and Crystal continue their love fest, and they're chatting about which three famous people they would have for dinner. Misty says Plato, sure. Eric Niece to teach her how to dance, and Jack Kevorkian because he is so brave. I know. Jack oh, Kevorkian, this... when we were growing up, was a thing. Oh, absolutely. That He was huge. He was huge in the 90s. Um, that list made me laugh. My college roommate and I, so about similar time, 
for some reason, my roommate was obsessed with the grind on MTV and Eric from the grind. Oh, yeah. And she yep. walked around our apartment going, yo, 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 this is Eric from the grind. And as soon as she said that, that's like <laughs> all I could Christ. think about. I know. I know. It's like, we're not, oh my God, we're not that cool, Tracy. That That's great. Who are you? If you were going to have dinner with three people, dead people. Who okay. Would you pick? So all my people are dead. Of okay, course. I've been obsessed with dead people forever. I would love to Anthony Bourdain, number one. Oh, He's yes. at my dinner table. He's at my dinner okay. table too. Yeah. Number two, John Lennon at okay. my dinner table. It's a good one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number three, I think I'm gonna go with a, a, a good old Bobby Kennedy. Mm. Not mm-hmm. not Jack, Bobby. 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 Bobby's my favorite okay. Kennedy. Okay. Yep. Well. Mm-hmm. Um thank thankfully Peter Gabriel did not eat Bobby Kennedy in my fish tank if you're coming back to older episodes. I know that's why I was so offended by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Peter Gabriel ate Joe Biden. Um my three um I definitely would go with Tony Bourdain. Um one is a t- entirely personal one and that is my paternal grandfather. I never mm. met him. He died when my dad was 19 and so I wish I'd okay. gotten to meet him. Yeah. Um and then I think Barack Obama. Oh, I feel like Barack Obama and Leonard Cohen would be like my alternates and they would just Ooh. be sitting nearby. Okay. You can sub them a nearby in. Table. <laughs> a nearby table. Sub them in when someone goes up to the bathroom or something. Yep. Just be like, yep. you can slide in for a bit, Leonard. Now you're out. Tony's yep. back. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Exactly. So I'm not surprised by Misty's list at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. I think it makes total sense for her. So Crystal agrees that Jack Kevorkian was cool, not cool, but like, you know, maligned, whatever, that he Mm -hmm. was uh, trying to do a good thing. And she says, plus, young Kevorkian was hot. So there's that. I never thought of Jack Kevorkian as hot, but okay. (laughs) No, no, no. Mari comes up to them. She calls them dorks and she asks them to pick a chore and they get toilet duty again. So now Ty and Akila are washing are washing i put they're washing shit but i didn't mean shit literally but they might be who knows who knows they're washing stuff in the newly discovered tub that has suddenly appeared. right now we're doing laundry Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. a lot of my Mm -hmm. a lot of my issues with the sex that um travis and nat have seem to have been alleviated a little bit because we're now washing in some way shape or form clothes and people so it's not quite as thought about you i thought i I wondered (laughs) because for a long time i don't know if you watched the walking dead I watched a little bit of it, but not a ton. We watched like maybe six seasons and then we kind of dropped off. But one of my biggest complaints about that show was always that nobody ever had sex. Mm. And I was like, it's just not realistic. Yeah. Even through a smell, I think there's a, there's like an animalistic need to connect. There are some things that overpower even well yeah some like, of my I dating life I was this i mean like overpowers <laughs> our better senses like i think if i was clean and somebody stunk that would be one thing but right like, but if, if we're both, both stinking yeah let's mingle those odors that's right i look at it yeah exactly so they're washing stuff in the tub and they discuss being at lottie service and akila talks to ty a little bit about some of the rituals they used to do before the game and why they're important you know even if they don't work they're important mm-hmm so Travis tries to break through to Javi, but it doesn't work. Now, Travis and Natalie have it out publicly in front yeah. of the whole cabin. Aww. He blames her for planting the bloody clothes. And he says, maybe Javi wouldn't be so fucked up if I had found him sooner. And that's on you. And he leaves. And guess who goes after him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miss Lottie. Miss Lottie, the ever helpful. And, and the thing is, it didn't seem like 
it didn't seem like there was that much time between the bloody pants and Javi being found. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like they were, you know, not doing this for months. It might, it felt like right. it might have been a couple of days. Yes, like it, I agree. It doesn't seem like it was that long, but. I agree because it was still winter. Yep. You yeah. know what I mean? So it wasn't, months and, didn't pass. And Shauna was super pregnant. Yes, yes. Good point. Good yeah. point. I feel like Shauna's pregnancy is the easiest measure of time. Measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although if you're watching Little House on the Prairie and you're talking about uh, Laura's pregnancy, she was pregnant for like 17 seasons. Well, it happens sometimes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the best of us. And from what I understand from my friends, it feels like 17 seasons sometimes. Sometimes that you're it does. Yeah. Yes. So now Misty and Crystal are outside and they're dumping the poof, the poof, the, the poof. poof off the cliff. The poof would be way and better than poop. <laughs> they call it the toilet, which is pretty mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. And they decide they're going to exchange secrets and oh, their secrets get increasingly weird. Mm-hmm. So Crystal first says, sometimes I just dump the poop around here and say I threw it over the toilet. Misty <laughs> says, I hate deodorant. Okay. <laughs> That's a weird one. but okay. Crystal says... I let Justin some somebody somebody finger me backstage at the dress rehearsal of Bye Bye Little Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> like, whoa. Okay. That escalated quickly. Exactly. Misty says, one time I one time I saw my parents having sex and wasn't grossed out. Mm. Did you ever see your parents having sex? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, but they split up when I was four. So oh, okay. if okay. I ever wandered in on them. I was too little to know have what was they going on. have they recoupled with someone that you may have seen. They have no. I've never seen either of my parents engaged in any sort of okay. I haven't either. I I walked in on them one time and it was early in the morning and they were clearly not wearing anything because mm-hmm. my mom had like the covers up to her neck. Right, and right. she was like, "Just hand me my purse, and I'll give you the money." Because of course, I was asking for money. Sure, of course. Um, and she was like sliding her hand out the side of the covers to give me the money, but that That's was great. it. That's that was great. it. Yeah, I no. never saw or heard anything. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank, thank you. you. I'm fine Jesus. with that. I, I I only want to think that my parents um, had sex one time in their life, and that was to make me. And we're there. Good. You go. That's it. There you go. That's good. That's good. So they get to the poop ledge, and Crystal says. Okay, here is one you cannot tell anyone, like ever. Pinky swear. My name isn't even Crystal, it's Kristen. (laughs) But everybody got it wrong the first day of practice, and I never corrected them. And Misty's like, why? And Crystal says, because they started calling me Crystal the Pistol, and it felt really cool to, like, have a nickname. I never had one before. Mm -hmm. She's so sweet. Misty says. And were you, like, screaming in this moment? Like, don't do it. Don't Don't do do it. it. Don't Don't do it. Don't, Misty. No, 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 no. Misty says, I've never been well-liked either. I'm paraphrasing this. Mm -hmm. I've never been well-liked either. But, you know, when we first crashed, everybody was listening to me and I felt so important and good. So when I found the plane's emergency transmitter, I smashed it. Crystal completely changes. Like you would swear Misty turned into a polar bear and Mm -hmm. Crystal was looking at her in that way. And she's like, you're the reason we haven't been rescued. And Misty tries to play it off like a joke. Oh, you thought I was joke. You know, you thought I was serious. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Crystal's like, you're not that good of an actress. Yeah. Oh. I always wondered says, if anybody would find out. Me too. Yeah. Although, I don't know. Was that an emergency transponder or was it the black box? Well, that's where the- Are they, are the, they the, the same thing? The emergency transponder is part of the black box. So the black box, from what I understand- 
Um, I'm not a member of the NTSB, so I'm not Flight really corner with Amanda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Aviation corner with Amanda. Um, my understanding is that it's both the flight recorder, so it's recording everything that the plane does and everything that's being said in the cockpit, as well as where it sends out the beacon of something missing. Because they're okay. always looking for the black box and they're, even yes. when it's in the ocean, it's sending out some sort of ping that so they so they really could have them rescued potentially potentially Ooh. yeah this is misty's okay. fault yeah so mm-hmm. crystal says you're not my best friend you're a psycho and again i thought you're a virgin who can't drive <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so misty Brittany starts freak- <laughs> misty starts freaking out and she's like you can't tell anyone you can't tell anyone and Crystal's backing up further and further against the edge. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why? Because you'll poison me? And, mm-hmm. you know, it gets real tense. And then Misty walks towards her and says, no, I'll fucking kill you. And, and she Crystal will. falls off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. First of all, that that view was just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. With the snow mm-hmm. and the trees. And that was mm-hmm. that was just... Mm-hmm. The, the scenery of the wilderness is stunning but oh god well, isn't I that the so is that the canadian rockies right yeah where they're filming? i think so yeah yeah so stunning. it's gorgeous mm-hmm. crystal did i i watched this scene 15 times to okay. see is misty responsible for crystal falling off the cliff okay What's i your don't take? think she is okay yeah i mean crystal, crystal takes one or two steps back after that misty does not move forward Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and then she falls yeah Oh. I mean, you know, is it like manslaughter? Sure. Like right. if you're threatening somebody, if you're chasing somebody, we just had a case like this in Scranton not too long ago where two criminals were running away from a cop and in the pursuit, the cop fell off a wall and died. Oh, that's And awful. so they charged the people murder, but it ended up, I think, being manslaughter. Yeah. I mean, you're, if your you're actions not, cause someone's death yeah, directly, that's... But you didn't actually kill them. It's a different thing. Right. Right. So I think, you know, with zero legal degrees Mm -hmm. and three, like, creative writing degrees, (laughs) that this would be a case of manslaughter. Okay. I mean, my ex-husband went to law school and I was around. I mean, we were married when it happened. Mm So, and I watched a lot of um, LA Law. So I'm, I got, I got legal corner. We're good. Okay. I think manslaughter too. Okay. I'll stick to the creative writing corner. You got it. Okay. Okay. So later, Shauna is sleeping and she wakes up to Lottie whispering into her belly, you're going to change the world. Shauna Mm. flips out and leaves. Ty follows her and they have a fight. And Shauna says, you're supposed to be on my team, not Lottie's. And Ty says, there's only one team. But see, this is what I was talking about last episode. Like, I feel like there are two teams emerging. There are. There absolutely are. And they're fighting over certain people that are kind of... In the middle. Mm-hmm. Like you have Van on Lottie's team and Shauna over here. And Ty is going back and forth. Yeah, well, there and there's Dark Ty and Normal Ty. Right. And Dark Ty is on Team Lottie, sort mm-hmm. of. Well, who knows what Dark Ty is, but we need to yeah, talk more about know. Dark Ty. We don't know. We didn't. Nah. So Shauna says, she's obsessed with my baby. And Ty says, I have your back. I have your back. And then suddenly Shauna cries out in pain. Then a mysterious storm kicks up as Ty tries to get her back to the cabin. Meanwhile, uh, Misty finds Crystal dead and she starts Mm -hmm. doing chest compressions to stay alive, which is exactly what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. And at the cabin, Coach, who's fucking useless, 
finds a drawing that looks like a tree, I think. It looked like a tree to me. Mm -hmm. And Javi tells him, she told me not to come back. And the coach is like, who did? And Javi says, my friend. Right. Then we see everyone relaxing by the fire. Misty flies in screaming that she lost Crystal. The group realizes that Sean and Ty are out there too. So they all go out on the porch and they're all screaming. And Lottie gets Van to like clue into what she hears and connect with the others. Mm -hmm. And it works. And Ty picks up on it. And this helps her guide, helps guide her towards the cabin. So that's what we have. They chant her in. And Mm -hmm. um, I had a feeling for a little bit. I wasn't sure if Crystal was real. Yeah, there was that theory going around. And so the fact that actually she inner when Mari made her pick the card, I was like, okay, so she's now interacted with somebody other than Misty. And and yes. when Misty came in and said Crystal's gone, they didn't go, who's Crystal? I have a wild theory about this entire show. Okay. This is why I think I'm scared of the lost thing. Okay. okay? Um What if it's not, what if there's nothing subversive happening? Like, what if it's just on the surface what it is? Hmm. Like, these girls just went to the wilderness and, you know, in their deprivation and in their hunger and blah, 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 they turn to these rituals. There's nothing supernatural. There's nothing, Hmm. like, it's all kind of in their head. Maybe. I don't know. And I think that's me preparing myself for a big letdown. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hopefully we will not be let down. Because I was thinking, like, there's so many theories around, like, Lottie's ther- therapist isn't real. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cl- Crystal's not real. Like, all these things. Like, Javi is Adam. And I'm thinking, what if it's not that complicated? Yeah. What if it just is what it is? Yeah. What if it just is what it is? And now the writers are in the writing room like, oh, shit. We need to start doing some weird stuff here. <laughs> well, apparently, I, I read that Melanie Linsky wouldn't sign on to the project till she knew oh, yes, the you whole said that. story arc. So. Yes. So, and because she was afraid, I think, of the Lost thing. Okay. Um, Because I think what happened with Lost is they weren't expecting it to go as far as it did, and they weren't expecting it to be as popular as it was, so they just Mm kind of kept writing and kept writing. I like a show that ends when it should end. Me too. Versus one that keeps going. Um, Yes, ma'am. And so the fact that she at least knows the whole story arc makes me feel like, okay, they have a plan for all of this. Okay. Though- you know, but then okay. again, I mean, the writers can do whatever the writers are going to do. And if they haven't they can. written season and four and five. Hope, I do hope that they had at least like flushed out the bones. So that makes me feel better. Yeah. We okay. have, at least have a shot. So in current time, New Jersey, we open on Van and Four Non Blondes, what's going on is playing. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Ugh, love it so much. Perfect. Van's getting ready to start her day at the video store. We see her throw out a bunch of expired bills. Some bros come in. And she has to explain what a VHS tape is. Oh, so last night I was at this um, cider place. Okay. And this guy was playing and I felt so bad for him because he's giving away his CDs because he can't sell them anymore because no one has anything to play them on. Right. Yeah. And he tried to give us one. I'm like, dude, I, I mean, I'll take one, but it's going in the trash because I have nothing to play it on. Yeah. I said, can I buy your album on Apple Music? I'd rather do that for you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Do I... I have a DVD player, so yes, you could play CDs there. I think there's a CD player in my car. Okay, there you go. Todd definitely doesn't have one in his car. Oh, Timmy might have one in his quote-unquote new car, which is actually a 2003. Okay, yeah, no, it probably is a CD player. Yeah, okay. He hasn't had time to change out the radio yet, so (laughs) he has a CD player. So um, a woman comes in. They're talking about queer cinema, 
And then we see Ty walk in and she just collapses. Mm-hmm. So later Van is, okay, I wanted your opinion on this. We see Van. She claims she's digitizing wedding photos for someone. Mm-hmm. But she's really engrossed in this video. Yeah. Could that video be something? It could be. It, it could be. Um, I don't know what it is, but I did not buy the, oh, I'm just digitizing videos. Yeah, like My- I tried looking at it like, was it her wedding? But it looked older than that. It could be her parents, maybe. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and she did say that, you know, her mom died of cancer yes. later. So maybe it is her parents. And I mean, maybe that's how she just pays the bills is digitizing videos because a lot of people need people to do that since there aren't yeah. VCRs. And I wonder if they watch them. I don't know what the process is on that. I don't know either. I've never done it. I'm also not one to go back and watch video. I'm not a video person in general. I'm a podcast person. Um, I just recently had all my girls' videos digitized from when they were infants and toddlers. And it gets repetitive. Yeah. You know, how many times can they say, I love you, mommy? Right. You know, whatever. Right. Or mug for the camera. Yeah. All right. So Van asked Ty, is it happening again? If it is, like, let me know. And Ty ignores the question. And she gives her the pen that she got from the mm-hmm. driver. Ty remembers when they swapped the guest list pen, which was at Shauna's wedding. So we know they were together at that point. Right. Ty tells Val about the altar in the basement. And Van is like, did you see a sleep doctor? And Ty goes, I'm sacrificing my pets at an altar. <laughs> I don't think beyond it's that. <laughs> I don't think a sleep doctor can help with that. I've been to a sleep doctor. I, I don't think if I told him about the sacrificing and the... And the, no, you know, no. Alter in my basement, he would have had much to say about that. So, and guys, I just have to apologize. My voice is starting to go. If you've been listening the last few episodes, I've been really sick for like a week. You're doing it. So You're I'm, good. I'm. Today's the best I've been in a while, but you know, we're we're getting there. Okay. So Ty asks if she could take a shower, and Van says, "Sure, I'll get you some clothes." Okay, here we go. Amy's gonna nitpick things. What the fuck does Van own that's gonna fit Ty? Who's at least a foot taller than her. Exactly. Exactly. And she doesn't come out in sweats. No. Or like leggings or something no. that might might make it. They're they're two different sized people. So this could be two things. One, the writer's just, you know, whatever. Fucked off to the Dominican. I don't know. Right. Um, that's a 90-day reference. Yes. And second is um, they were together recently. Like within the last few years, and Ty still is closed there. That's interesting. That's all I could think of. I, we don't know how long she's been married to Simone. Right. But Sammy's five or six? Well, did they adopt Sammy or did one of them have him? I don't know. I've wondered that. They've never said so. I always assumed that Simone gave birth to him. Okay. Just because they're, they look similar. I mean, it looks like they intentionally cast a kid that yeah that kind of looked like simone yeah so i feel too like um i feel like ty is the the body type that she probably could wear clothes 10 years old oh probably you know what i mean so even if it was 10 years ago and she still has a pair of pants there maybe an old i mean we know that we find out at least that you know van is hooking up with folks maybe she has other people's clothes who knows but (laughs) We can we can pick okay, that. Okay, I have one more rabbit hole for us to go down with this. Okay, now cool. She gets out of the shower and she's snooping through the medicine cabinet and she finds I don't know if it's oxy, it's something, right? It's, it's some heavy duty painkiller. Yeah, something. And 
Ty comes out. Now, I think that Van has had a drug problem in the past. Okay. Because the way that Ty confronts her about this is not the way that you would confront so like why a why would she confront her about this? Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's if I was at your house and I was looking through your medicine cabinet for like face cream and I found right. Oxy, I wouldn't be like, Amanda, why, why do you are you have having- this stuff? Yeah. Right. Right. Like, and she does my assumption would be that they'd had surgery or something and it's just Yeah. Like I that's have, none of your business. That's none of your business, yeah. But the way that she came out and said, what the hell are these? Mm-hmm. Makes me think that she has been through it with Van in addict world. Possibly. There is also a Reddit theory um, Ooh, that Van is actually very sick. That it's not her mother who had cancer. That it is her. And okay. When I rewatch this episode with that in mind, it tracks a little bit because she goes and gets the medicine out of the out of the um, trash. When mm-hmm. she gets up off the couch, she looks really like she's struggling. Mm. That looked like more than I just woke up. Okay, kind of struggle around. Huh. So I don't know it. It may make sense. So could Taisa have recognized this pain medication? As something they normally give cancer patients. Maybe. And that's what alarmed her. Could be. Or, because the way that she approached her, I just feel like they've had this conversation before. Right. There's something in it that made her very worried about Van. Yeah. In a way that if I saw that medication at your house, I would think, oh, you threw your back out or something. (laughs) I wouldn't just, I'm an old lady with my corns. Right. (laughs) Right. I wouldn't immediately go to there is a problem. Yes, yes. That's Unless what I'm saying. And she kind of, problem. she kind of, like, I wouldn't even say she said, she, like, she didn't even say, Van, what are these pills for? She was like, what the, what the hell are these? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, it was aggressive. It which was. tells me they had this conversation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Van talks about her mother and says, you know, the V is for my mother and she died of cancer and she lived here before she died and. Uh, Ty says, well, I'm glad you were able to kind of mend fences with her. And Van says, yeah, I guess people reassess their choices when they're dying. And she says something like the cancer scared the bitch right out of her, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Too. Then Van says, you don't get to do this. Come up here. Drop your problems on me. And Ty says, look, I killed my dog. I almost killed my wife. And I'm terrified <laughs> I'm going to hurt you. And then she starts sobbing. And Van hugs her and says, we'll figure it out. And at the end of their segment... We see her fish the pills out of the garbage and take some. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Ty sneaks up behind her, grabs her, and starts kissing her. And Van says, you're the other one, aren't you? And evil mm-hmm. Ty says, this isn't where we're supposed to be. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay. I love now we got Sean. comes out. I really oh, love I evil Ty. It's creepy, man. It is. But creepy. we also, you know, clearly Van has familiarized herself with evil Ty in the past. Yeah. Van knows... Knows her very well and knows what this looks like. Yep. So Callie and Pornstash are at a bowling alley. And there's a band, as always, in any bowling alley, mm-hmm. aggressively singing, fuck me. Fuck me! I'm like, okay. Okay. So <laughs> This one they make a, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> they make a bet. If Callie gets a strike, Pornstash Jay has to kiss her. And since she's been sucking so bad, he agrees. But then she gets up. She does the classic roll the ball between the legs. Mm-hmm. Gets a strike. She goes to kiss him and he tells her, I thought we were taking things slow. 
And then he gives her some spiel about how, like, I screw things up with broads because I go too fast. Yeah, whatever. And she's like, he says, I just really like you and I want to do things right. And she says, I like you too. He gets up to go to the bathroom and the bill gets dropped off and props to Callie, Mm -hmm. who really does some hashtag journalism here. She grabs that bill. What do they call that? The bill fold? No. Oh, the uh, the check holder or something. Check yeah, the checkbook. Yeah, sure, whatever. The bill book. The so bill she book. grabs it. She opens it. She sees that the name on the credit card is M. Syracusa. She quick Googles it and discovers he's a cop. Ruh-roh. Yeah, it, it felt odd to me that if they're spending this much time together, they'd never exchanged last names. Now, they may have, and he may have told her, my last name yeah. is Jones. Yeah, who knows? Because he's an idiot. Jones would yeah. be as far as his imagination would take. Yeah, him. I don't. I don't think we're. I don't think we have a. <laughs> I don't think he has a fully fleshed out fake backstory. <laughs> I don't feel like. I mean, do he thinks that mustache work. is a good idea, right? <laughs> so they get in the car, and Callie's cold and distance and distant. And he asks what's wrong, and she tells him things are so bad at home because the person my mom is banging is to Randy. Gross. Gross. But I like best friend. Yeah, she's fucking my father's best friend. So later, Callie goes home and Jeff and Shauna are in the kitchen and she tells them about Jay. And she's like, look, I've been seeing this cop. And Jeff, correct response, immediately goes, how old is this guy? Right. He's Jeff. actually, all of his responses are of are actual parent responses. Yes. Shauna's over in La La Land, like, you know, trying Jeff to. Is, Jeff is very simple. He is. You know what I mean? He's just very simple. And what he sees is what he gets. And yes, my my 17, 18 year old daughter tells me she's banging a cop. My first question is, how old is this dude? Yeah. Like what? Right. So Shauna says, does he know you're still in high school? Which I wrote makes this so much creepier. Because if you remember when we talked about my similarity, my parents getting divorced, I had said I thought she was in college. Right. So the fact that she's in high school is even creepier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she seems to just come and go at will is odd to me, too. Yeah, I didn't, I, I don't, I mean, I was a really good kid, so I had a lot of freedom as a kid. Mm-hmm. I but, I, but I was not just coming and going as I pleased without any accountability. If I wasn't drinking in the woods, I was on lockdown. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was not. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. the head of the anti-drug and alcohol group at my oh. high school. Okay. Um, so I was a super nerd and I've made up for that. I've made up for lost time as an adult. I had like a wild period early on, but when I was 17, I met my first husband and he didn't drink. Okay. And he was a little older than me. He was two years older than me. And we honestly just hung out at his house all the time. Okay. So like from 17 to like 24, I did nothing. Okay. So I was a good girl. Yeah. Then just got married too young. Yes, exactly. But I try to tell my mother all the time, like on the bright side, that kept me out of a lot of trouble. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. So she's like, don't worry about this. I came up with the cover story and she tells them. She's like, I said that mom is having an affair at Randy. And Jeff is like, what? <laughs> and Shauna says, well, that's not a terrible idea. Like, obviously I won't sleep with them. Right. But we but can work with this. We, mm-hmm. we now have a story to go with. Yep. So now it's the night and the cops are watching Randy's hotel room as Shauna pulls up and Kevin is like, wow, this is, this is cold. This is to do this to your, to your husband with his best friend. Like, woof, Kevin is not having this. Mm -hmm. 
But, you know, inside, Randy is so confused. He said, Jeff called and said, <laughs> you're supposed to hang out, but I can't touch you. <laughs> and then he tells her about the FBI interrogation. Like, does this have to do with the FBI interrogation about Nat? And Shauna, Shauna asks about it, but doesn't really, like, you know, follow up. Given all that's going on, why she didn't go, wait, wait, you had to talk to the FBI, even though it wasn't mm -hmm. the FBI, but they mm -hmm. don't know that. I yes. feel like we have a lot to talk about here. I'm not worried about us faking sex. Yes. Why, why is the FBI in on this? Agreed. So Shauna gives him a condom and tells him to go in the bathroom and jerk off about it, but don't think about her. He's inside and he, he can't do it. And I, I just don't know why she wouldn't like talk dirty to him through the door. Right, or why, I presume he has a, a smartphone. Why isn't he just put on yeah. some porn? Like, like I understand you don't want to bang him, but I also understand the alternative is you're going to jail for murder. Right. So, like, what do you got to do to make this look like it? Also, why, I mean, I don't know. They could have made it seem like they had sex and there's no condom to be found. Like, they don't have to be Very using true. condoms. Very true. Very true. You know, mm -hmm. if now if you're They could be what, Amanda? They could be raw dog. Raw dog in it. Like, raw dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> that made my day. Um, it, it just felt like you don't have to come up with a condom. Plus yes, people, it's weird. Plus people, all you, you can have like a condom wrapper and flush it down the toilet. People do yeah. that. You're not supposed yeah. to, but if you have a septic tank, I advise against that. <laughs> You're not supposed to do yeah. that, but people do it. Yes. And yes. and I don't know about you. I'm, I'm less worried about the septic system at a hotel than I am at my own home. So well, hotels wouldn't have one. So I would just flush that fucker. Yeah. Bye. With it. Yep. Yep. So they could have, they could have not yeah. made this yeah. look so bad. Yeah. Yeah. They're amateurs. They, they are. They are not good crime stagers. You need uh, middle-aged women who are obsessed with murder shows mm -hmm. to go in there and do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what you yeah. need. Obviously, yeah, Shauna has never watched a murder show. Which I find shocking. She I feel needs like to she'd watch be a some date with date, or Dateline and then listen to Date with Dateline. Dateline, Dateline absolutely. Kimberly, Kimberly and Kate. Okay. So while he's in there struggling, Shauna's messing up the bed and Randy just can't get there. They leave and Kevin's like, okay, I guess that's it. But Sleazy Jay wants to check the room for confirmation that they boned. So he finds a condom, he smells it, and discovers it's filled with lotion. Now, this would not happen. No. I would see a used condom in a garbage can. I would not touch it. No, no, not at all, because that's gross. Second that's of all, I, I don't, why would you even go in there? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like porn stash in any way, shape, or form. I, I don't either. He's gross. So, uh, now... The cuse is loose, baby. This is what he's saying. He's jumping around the room like, I did it. I was right. The cuse is loose. I want to punch him in the face. I know he's Kevin, so Kevin, with his quiet confidence, mm -hmm. just gently reminds Pornstash, this means you've been made, you fucking idiot. Yeah. So there we go. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. All right. Now we have favorite couple. Please keep them safe at all costs. Misty and Walter. Yes. Mm. I love them. They're driving around New York and he suggests playing two truths and a lie. Mm-hmm. Okay, he says he once sold artisanal goat cheese from his goat named Billy. Mm-hmm. There is a non-zero chance that Barry Manilow is his biological father. <laughs> and three, he owns a $175,000 worth of stock in Taco Bell, and he has never been to a single one. because I've never eaten Taco Bell. I've never eaten Taco Bell either. I've never eaten Taco Bell either. Okay, see, people, okay. I say that to people and they think I'm crazy. Also, nope, I'm, never. I'm obsessed with Barry Manilow. It's the first concert I ever went to. The Bamalow. Yes. Love them. Yes. Love them. Love them. Yes, I'll have to show okay. you a great picture of me as a five-year-old with a wig on and a Barry Manilow sweatshirt. I love it's Barry amazing. Manilow. Um, Even Now is one of my favorite songs Same. of all time. That yes. and Weekend in New England. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. The Bamalow is amazing and should be protected at all costs as well. Absolutely. Okay. So Misty says the lie must be the Barry Manilow. And he's like, nope, they're all true. And Misty says, I don't think you understand the rules. And he says, there's only ever one rule, win. Win. Now it's Misty's turn. And she says, I do not like monkeys. I don't blame you, girl. Yep. She says, I think we're asking the wrong questions about the moon landing. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes to say her third one. And she yells, wait, stop, as she spots the gate. Across the side road with the logo of the honey on it. Sunshine honey. Okay, give me your two truths and a lie. Go. Okay, let me come up to my notes here. I'm going to I'm going to see if I can guess it. Now you okay. definitely have played it correctly, right? One is yes. a lie. One is okay. a lie. Okay. So I was kicked out of a Duran Duran concert for fighting. Mm. Okay. I have officiated 10 weddings. Okay. I have driven in a presidential motorcade. Like in the president's car or just as part of the motorcade? As part of the motorcade. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to say number one. You are incorrect. I was, oh! thrown, out of a, I was thrown out of a Duran Duran concert. Um, God damn it. At one of the casinos in Connecticut, Foxwoods, I think is where it was, or Mohican Sun, one of those, um, mm-hmm. seeing Duran Duran. And actually somebody attacked my friend and mm. – um, the venue's rule is anybody who's involved in a fight, everyone gets kicked out. Mm-hmm. But I got kicked out of a concert at 40 years old. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. I have driven in a presidential motorcade. Um, okay. In ni- 1996 in mm-hmm. Woodland, Washington. Um, it was There was major flooding in Northern, Wa- Northern Oregon, Southern Washington. And the president came to do his FEMA. We're bringing money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. My best, one of my best friends who lives on the West Coast, he had just worked for a Senate campaign. So they basically just called up everybody who had worked on the campaign and I was visiting him and he's like, do you want to do this? So I spent Valentine's Day with Bill Clinton 
I shook his hand. And oh, everything, which was look awesome. at you. I wish it Valentine's Day, 1996. I wished him happy Valentine's Day, Mr. President. Um, oh boy. Oh I boy. Wish, <laughs> I also. How close him, were you and what were you wearing? <laughs> um we were shaking hands i was wearing a blue fleece not a blue dress um but i did tell him to wish hillary happy valentine's day and then to realize in retrospect that the timing of that was exactly in the midst of the monica affair which we didn't know at the time but made me laugh in retrospect um i have officiated five weddings not ten so it's a lie but only a lie in the that's awesome yeah I really wanted to officiate weddings. I would love doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. Have you have you gotten ordained over the internet through the World am, Life Cho- Church or whatever? Yes, yes, the Universal Life Church. I am an ordained minister. I did not pay. As my father said, "I paid the extra money to become a bishop." I'm like, "Well, I'm cheap. I'm not paying for the money to become a bishop." But the last couple of times I've married people in Pennsylvania, we have Quaker licenses, so non-officiated wedding licenses. So you just have to have two um, witnesses sign it. So I've had my friends do that that way, just in case the federalities. Okay, because that was my question. I was supposed to marry my best friend, and I couldn't because they were like, eh, "In Pennsylvania, they don't really recognize that." So you know, you want to yeah. check out what you got going on there. Yeah, I've married people with that with my ordination, um, <laughs> filling out the internet form a couple times. But then when I realized you could do the non-officiated Quaker license. license Quaker license yeah. I'm like let's just do that that way it's a non-issue okay. all right I have my two truths and a lie I'm ready okay hit me okay I am distantly related to Clint Eastwood okay okay I once was thrown out of a Peter Tork concert for screaming you are no Davy Jones Davy Jones is the cutest monkey mm. okay okay it's a true story and number too. three I actually know how to play the mandolin. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. I'm going with the Clint Eastwood. No, I am kind of related to him. It's through okay. marriage, but I am. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Okay. I don't like to claim that, but yeah. yeah I mean, okay. yeah. Uh, not the current version of Clint Eastwood, yeah. no. Yeah. Okay. So that leaves you with two. That leaves me with two. Um,. You don't know how to play the mandolin. I do not know how to play the mandolin. <laughs> you got me, girl, because you know me screaming Davy Jones is the best yeah, monkey. It's right s- in my wheelhouse. It is right in your wheelhouse. And the mandolin is a hard instrument to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. There you go. So there you go. There you go. We learned some things about each other. Okay. At Lottie's, Nat tries to break into Lottie's house and two weirdos pull up and invite her to walk to the workshop with them. Mm-hmm. Now, this is getting cultier and cultier because we know we've seen like in cults and stuff, they don't let you even walk anywhere by yourself. Mm-mm. So this Ooh. is starting to happen. Nat gets to the workshop and Lisa's there and they're doing some techniques to get into their darkest thoughts. Nat tries to get back to Lottie's. Like she just keeps making excuses. She's trying to get back there. And on one of these trips, Misty shows up at the gate with Walter and Misty's like, Nat, Nat, we're here to rescue you. You were kidnapped, right? And Nat says, no, well, yeah, but not anymore. Right. I was kidnapped, but now I'm here of my own volition. And Lottie is, she goes, Lottie is helping me reflect or whatever. And then she goes, look, I'm doing a thing here. Okay, I'm doing a thing and I don't need you like messing it up. Right. Go away, Misty. So Misty's like, Lottie, the crazy loony bin Lottie? And Nat's like, just get lost. Go away. So in the car, Misty's like, I kept tabs on everybody. 
how did I miss this? Mm-hmm. And then, because, okay, so let me explain how I took these notes. So now everyone's starting to convene at Lottie's. So I've just sort of noted okay. this location. Okay. Okay, cool. So Walter says, maybe we can go home now. I mean, your friend is okay, right? And that's what we came for. And Misty says, if they're holding her hostage, the first thing they're going to want her to do is cut ties with all her old friends. Like, that's cult 101. Mm-hmm. And maybe Lottie is jealous of what Nat and, I, Nat and I have. I mean, you can't buy that kind of friendship, but you could kidnap it. I'm starting to feel like I am Misty friends. and Misty is me. <laughs> the fact that Misty thinks that they're friends yes. is hilarious. Yes. She just yes. does not get the world. She lives in, in a delusional, yeah. I don't know, on a delusional plane somewhere. So Walter says, your friendships are complicated. I know that. For example... I know all about Adam Martin. His mother's dead. So I deduced that you probably killed him to help a friend. And mm-hmm. don't worry, I won't say anything. And Misty goes, you think I'm capable of murder? Yes. And Walter says, well, sure. You're charming and impulsive. Two traits of the mo- two traits of most serial killers. The and he said. That he thinks Misty is charming is so sweet. It's They're adorable. I love them so much. I do too. And he says, only you can, only you can pull it off. And then he says, look. My grandmother was convicted of killing my grandpa Joe, and even though she got 30 years, she never failed to send me a birthday card. She was thoughtful (laughs) like that, like you. And I like you regardless of your extracurricular activities. All I kept thinking of with Grandpa Joe was Grandpa Joe, Grandma Georgina, Grandpa George, Grandma Josephine, all those motherfuckers in the bed. And that Grandpa Joe could hop out of that bed. And just go straight to the chocolate factory. take himself to the chocolate factory when that mother is stewing... The bed sheets yep. in disgusting water and working her fingers to the bone to support the four of them. That motherfucker. That yeah. mother. That mother deserved to go to the chocolate factory. Yes. And I will never forgive Charlie and Grandpa Joe for that. That is okay. the hill you will die on. I I support this. Anyway, <laughs> so she gets out of the car with Walter and she's like, "We're done." So now we see Nat and she finally gets into the cabin and finds all the members' financial shit and personal records. And she confronts Lottie like in a very, per- very public way. Mm-hmm. She starts screaming at her in the middle of a workshop. She's like, You're t- you have all their personal information. You're keeping tabs on them. And Lottie says, they already know. Mm-hmm. And some dude from the background is like, we give up our possessions willingly. And Nat says, Lonnie is clinically insane and her delusions have hurt people. So notice she hasn't said she has hurt people. Right. Her delusions. She says her delusions have hurt people. Mm-hmm. So Lisa says, you should know better than anyone that you can't define people based on their past. And Lottie does the baller move of, can I have the room? And everybody just leaves. Right. Exactly. I think I, they're all straight from that. I don't know if I've been watching Succession too long, but I need to start doing this. Okay. Like walking into a room just being in kind of the room, please. Yeah. And just I've never said that. Me either, but I want to try it. (laughs) Yeah, let's see if we can get away with it. So Lottie says, you're not going to find what you're looking for in my office because what you're looking for is in your head. Travis said you were right about something and it was obviously important. Now Nat drops to the ground and cries. And Lottie says she wants you to know... She wants to know what the note means, the note that he had left her. And she wants to know what Travis was going through. And Nat says, you know, because you you know because you started it. And Lottie says, maybe that's true, but we need to know. So I have an idea. Okay, now we, ha- we come to the end scene. Right. 
Lottie is doing some dollar store version of EMDR. This is the jankiest EMDR I've ever seen. Please do not ever think this is a true representation of EMDR, guys. No, and it's an incredibly powerful, useful, therapeutic tool. Yes. This this wasn't it. (laughs) EMDR, especially on PTSD. Yep. Combat veterans rely on it heavily. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Nat regresses back to the last time she saw Travis, and she says he was doing well. He had a job. He had a girlfriend. But part of me wanted to ruin it, and part of me just missed him. We see them in the flashback. They're drinking, doing drugs, and then Nat passes out. Travis is yelling for her to wake up, and Lottie says, focus on what you see. Natalie, I see the crash site. It's different. I see us. We didn't make it. Lottie, none of us, she's really hung up on that. Lottie mm-hmm. is like, none of us made it? And Nat goes, we weren't, allow- we weren't alone out there. And now we see the paramedics reviving her with Narcan. Mm-hmm. And Travis is yelling, wake up, wake up, Nat, wake up, Nat. And we see the antler queen walking in. And she comes to, Nat comes to, and she tells Travis, I saw it, I felt it, we brought it back, Trav. We brought it back with us. Lottie pulls her out and tells her, it's okay, you're here, you're here, it's okay. Natalie says, the whole time there was something, some darkness out there with us or in us, and it still is. That's what I was right about. And then she lays her head on Lottie's lap, but it's young Nat now. Mm -hmm. And then Lottie looks over, she hears creaking, and she looks over, and we see the shadow of the antler queen move across the floor. Misty goes back to the cult and says, let me in, I want to join. Shauna goes to the cabin. They realize she's in labor and Mother by Danzig starts playing. Yep. Fade to black. That's it. That's it. So I rewound that end scene 75 times. Okay. And to me, it looked like Nat was seeing herself as the antler queen. Mm. I don't know. But I'm telling you guys, I'm only maybe 15% sure about this. Okay. Because it was so fast. Yeah. So I was trying to like, Freeze, pause, freeze, pause. You know what I mean? But it's not, they're intentionally not making it clear. Oh, no. Like, it's not not clear in any way. No. And I've been thinking a lot about your thought last week of is Thaisa the antler queen? Like, Mm -hmm. I am am quickly moving away from the idea that it has to be Lottie. Yeah. It could be any of them at this point. It could be any of them. I mean, it could could be be Travis. It could be Travis. We don't, it could be, it could be Javi. I would say it could be the coach, but he's so useless. I don't think he can no. even muster up running a cult. No, and I don't I don't think he's long for the world. So Yeah, I agree. I don't I think agree. he's gonna make it through this. But well, yeah. he definitely doesn't well, we don't know if he doesn't make it through it. We don't know. We can, we can assume though. Or at least I'm assuming. So um before we do our what we're liking and what we're not, I want to talk again about the the um the theme of this episode. Yes. I feel like relates to what Walter said when he said there's only ever one rule win. Mm. And I feel like we we kind of see that throughout. Like we see what lengths people will go to 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 win. Like look at Shauna, look at Jay, mm-hmm. look at you know what I mean? Like it's what will you do? What will you sacrifice within yourself to, to come out on top? We saw Misty sacrifice Crystal essentially. Mm-hmm. to win that argument to win that fight and yeah. you know i don't lottie is like doing some bullshit to win and i just thought when a character sometimes says something and i'm like oh okay 
that fits the entire episode. It does. I felt like here's the lengths that people will go to to get what they want to mm-hmm. to to be. I mean, Lottie is um, essentially forcing Natalie to relive her trauma. Yep. To get the answer that she wants. Like, she doesn't care about Natalie. She just wants to to get what she wants at the end. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where we are with that theme, if that makes sense. It does. It it's does. Loose. I had to reach for that one a little bit, but that's where I think at. the next episode theme is really obvious, so yeah. I'm, okay, I'm okay with a less obvious one, but I, I like that win, that win theme. So what was your favorite thing this episode? Okay. Yeah. Um, so my favorite thing, what I'm loving, like I said, Walter and Misty, they're the perfect pair. Mm-hmm. They, they, I need a spinoff with just them, like solving crimes. We need a spinoff called the Citizen Detective Bureau. Right. And just them solving crimes. Just roaming around the country solving crimes. Yes. That's what okay. I need. I need that. I like what that. is, what is something you're loving? I loved Van's store. I, I just loved, loved all the store. little details and all like the mm-hmm. movie posters and the boxes and yes. you know that that store existed. Yes. And I I liked that. I like I also so, loved she speaking... is stuck in the vice grip of her trauma and is living <laughs> in the 90s. I also love speaking of Van store. The use of four non blondes what's going on was mm-hmm. so great. Mm-hmm. And the use of mother mm-hmm. was so great at the end. When we were at the the bar last night with the musician, Timmy um requested a song for me for mother's day and he requested Aww. mother by nanzig oh that's sweet <laughs> and then sweet. we had a then we had a big discussion about when that album came out and how great it was and you mm-hmm. know it was it's just such a good good song yeah all right so what i'm not loving is porn stash jay mm-hmm. i hate him so much i mean i guess we need a character that we hate you know what yeah. i mean we need an enemy and he's a good one. He's an obvious he's one. So gross. I hate him. I, I hate that they are kind of making him flirting with this idea that he would use Callie in that way. But he would. He would. He would. Oh, he doesn't. He would do anything to win. Ass yep. There's the winning thing again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Shauna is willing to use Callie to win. Oh, sure. And Jeff's sure. not. Jeff's no. not. It's not about winning for Jeff. No, it's about raising her, raising their child and getting her probably the yeah. hell out of this mess yeah yeah okay what are you not loving i didn't love the hotel rendezvous the condom stuff yeah. like it just they went they went so far that they ruined it they could have gotten away with this yeah. and they just yeah. they're just dumb which i don't feel like sean is that dumb i don't feel like sean is that dumb either like if she is i'd be surprised yeah yeah all right, girl. Um, thank you for recapping episode five with us. It's been fun. It's been real. I'm trying to just draw up the time until we have to go into six. <laughs> so why don't you tell me your life story, Amy? We can we can fill the time with that. Oh god, yeah. So okay. um we will be caught up after this week. So this episode is gonna drop to um, I'll drop this one today, which is Saturday. I'll drop six probably later today or tomorrow on, Mo- on Mother's Day. I'll nice. drop it probably. Yeah, that that feels right. Um, and that feels right for all you moms out there. And then um, next week we'll be doing seven and eight, so we'll be caught up. Just, just no, just seven. seven. Oh, just, just seven. Because seven's coming today. We'll figure it out. But oh, right. we're, we're we're at least now caught up. The point is, we'll be caught up. Right, yeah. we'll figure it out. See, Amanda's here to keep me from rambling. Thank I'm you. I'm a project manager. It's what I do. <laughs> keep people going. <laughs> 
And I'm a teacher. You'd think I'd have some classroom management skills, at least keep myself on time, but I don't. All right, guys. So if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram. We're at Little Miss Recap. And check out our website. Like I said, you could leave me a weird, creepy voicemail. I don't know. Please do. I I want want (laughs) at least one person to leave you a voicemail. Tell us us your theories. We want to know. Who is the antler queen? Come at us. Come at us with your thoughts. Yes. And um, leave us a review. Many of you have already, and they're super sweet. And we Mm -hmm. really appreciate it. Especially those bunkies coming over. Thank you all. We really appreciate that. I think we got bunkies and sissies that are coming. Yep. It's great. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Amanda, thank you so much. Where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Amanda Lipnack is the best place to find me. Also, check out the other podcast I occasionally jump into, which is Blighty Day Fiance, if you're a reality TV person. I'm going to do it every time. Blighty Day Fiance. Blighty Day Fiance. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Take care, everybody.